Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is the Caption the World Podcast, and this is your boy David Carmichael the Second. And I have another special guest. Um, been trying to get on the podcast for a long time as well. Introducing model entrepreneur Ella Fair. How you doing tonight? Hi. <laughs> so, what you been up to today? Today attending a Christmas party, but I had a wonderful, wonderful event, excuse me, last night as far as my game night. So, um, let's add a little bit, a little bit more details to that. What was the name of that? That was called the uh, Fair Games, right? The Fair Games, yes. Okay. So, um, what made you want to do uh, an event like that? Um, honestly, I just thank God because he gave me the vision of just to do more in my community as far as bringing forth collaboration, bringing forth mm-hmm. legacy, bringing forth of people unifying as one because we're all talented and gifted and I just wanted to do something great as far as having vendors, having people having a good time, you know, just kind of more so as a mental health check rather Yes. to release stress, but still going back to that innocence as we, when we were children playing Uno and space, just, you know, regular right, right, classic right. games just to have a good time. That's what's up. So, um, like I said, I, I was able to be a part of that event. Yay! To be a vendor, and um, I was able to play some games. Yes. With you know everybody in the in the facility, and yes. I won Uno three times in a row. Oh, okay. So you got to mention that. Um, yeah, I, I do because I don't know. It, it was just my <laughs> night, and yeah, nobody could stop me. So I was come on, winner. I won so much, man. They had to play a new game. You know, I a was playing game. Uno. They was like, oh well. <laughs> Let's just play taboo because this guy Dave just keeps winning, so I don't know. I don't know what to what to do. Good job. But uh, <laughs> but nah, that was a real fun event. And um, thank you. And so we we actually met um your friend Kayla, right? Kyla. I'm sorry, Kyla. I'm it's so okay. sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but yes, yeah, so she had a pop up shop. Um, yes. It was actually almost probably a, a year, year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just past a year. It was like in December of last year. Yeah. And um, she reached out to me um, to come to to the event. Yes. I came to the event and uh, I met you there yes. and a lot of your other friends. And from there, we've been you know collaborating yes. doing things. So we've been able to do. Um, I know the the second thing we did after that was to stay young fashion show. Remember that? that yes, was that was so dope yeah. at the Silver Library. Yes, that was yes. a dope show. And then we did. Um, a photo shoot um that was part of what fair friday fair right? friday yeah so that yes. was dope so we did a Thank photo you. shoot that was this past i think it was like either march or february yes and then um you had the fashion show called uh, um, the um the exhibit, exhibit. Yes. yes at the train station in Newport news so that was real dope too yes so um what made you want to come up with the um exhibit fashion show what made you want to do that i said okay what can i give myself what's the gift for myself, because I, I mean, I do for others. I do for my family right. regarding my children. You know, everybody else that's attached to that. I do for my friends. I do for strangers. I said, I want my birthday as far as September 28th to be a fashion show. I want to bring 
forth greatness. I went to collaborate with artists. And mm-hmm. honestly, I went through trials and tribulations as far as having that fashion show. And God just really showed out for me and all participants involved. And I was able to put on a good fashion show. He gave me the vision. He right. was like, do a fashion show. What's the gift? What's the greatest gift for yourself? I love art. Anything as far as art, but I definitely love designing. I definitely want to get back to that. But just seeing yourself and um, yeah. Kyla, the um, the crazy cool perspective, Peacock and Stilettos, and even the other artists as far as um, bouquet and perfumes, she couldn't she couldn't be, attend. Yeah. Excuse me, but she was still there as far as the spirit because she was like, I'm so sorry I couldn't um, attend the event. And even having you, David, as Capture the World, just seeing it come forth and everybody's excited, people participating in the event, I was like, okay, God, this is what I want to do. I want to put on events to bring the community creative perspective. It's all I want to do. That's what's up, man. You're doing your thing, man. Um, Thank you. There's just a lot of creative people out here in this area yeah and, um like i was i'd be telling everybody i'd be talking to like we all got to connect yeah and just share our ideas and yes. gifts and just be great together and just do it just do it yeah. <laughs> that's one thing i say too like yeah. um you, you know, were inspiration you was like just do it yeah because i know and i'll be saying that because i just think i know i know what else i don't but i know i'd be having to tell myself that like david just do it whatever you have to do Whatever you want to do, just figure out how to do it. Like, that's yes. like with this podcast, people been, you know, I was like, how can I create more content uh, for myself and my brand? Right. And um, my podcast came up as an idea. And, you know, I was kind of like worrying about, you know, buying the equipment and stuff like that. But right. I was like, well, just figure out a way to buy the mics and then get you a computer and figure out how to use software. Yes. And here we are talking yeah. right now. So, it's just as simple as that. Just, you know, and researching what you need to do to get to a certain level you want to get to. Right. And it will only get better from here. Like, even if you listen to like, the first couple of episodes of the podcast, yes. maybe the, the sound doesn't sound as good. Right. Um, but, you know, 17, yeah, 17 episodes later, like, you know, the sound quality has gotten a lot better. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's just progress, man. You can't think about, like, if it's not as good as you want it to be at that moment, you just got to start at a certain, certain level and then just move yourself up. Yes. That's all you can do. Amen. Um, so, most definitely. So, um, question for you. Yeah. How did you come up with the name Ella Fair? Okay. So, <laughs> Ella Fair, um, my ex-husband, his great, great-grandmother, actual name was Ella Fair. And I remember okay. I was like, I love my name, my Kayla. I love it. But I want to stand out because it is an alter ego of mine. Uh, it is a persona. And not saying I'm not myself as Ella Fair, but it's, it's just a different um, vibe that I give off, I can say. Right. It's a different um, environment that I put myself in. I separate my Kayla from Ella Fair. And he was like, one day he was chilling. He was like, yo, you need to be Ella Fair. I said, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And I just ran with it. And honestly, like, Tina told I I'm keeping the name. Right. <laughs> so I said, uh, I'm keeping Ella Fair. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my ex-husband, he understands. He understands my craft. He understands what I want to do. And it's just a name that sticks. It's a name that's very unique. It's a name that's very powerful. And when you hear it, you're like, what is, what is she doing? What is she about? So I yeah. just never decided to change it. So all on social media platforms, I go by Ella Fair. 
But if you know me personally, I am my Kayla. But when I'm in my environment and when I'm in my setting, this I just ask to call me Ella Fair. Just out of respect. That's what's up. So is that like your alter ego? I can't say now it is my alter ego at first. I didn't call it that. I just yeah. said Ella Fair, the model. My Kayla, the mom. My Kayla, the wife. But why would I put a label on it? I am my Kayla. That's my legal name. But Ella Fair, like Jamie Foxx, that's not his real name. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and people just go by certain things that stick. It kind of gives um, the community, whoever you're trying to entertain, persuasion. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear it, Kevin Hart, Ella Fair, Tiffany Haddish, Michaela, not, I'm not knocking it. It just didn't hit for me as far as a standout name. I right. love who I am as Michaela, but Ella Fair is just like, ooh, who's Ella Fair? You know, it just it has a ring to it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to stick with it. Why not? Why change it? And it is my most definitely my alter ego because when I'm in doing as far as modeling or I'm creating, Ella Fair comes out. It's yeah. who I am, but I'm, I am i can't say I'm giving you that little schizophrenic <laughs> type of vibe. Like, I'm no longer my Kayla. I'm Ella Fair in this moment. So yeah. respect it. And I, I, I honestly love it. Yeah, I do too, man. It's like a, um, like a real like fierce. It's fierce, right? Yeah, because when you hear that and it's when you pop out, it's like yeah, she about to kill it. Yeah, but yeah, so um, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, it kind of remind me of um like Sasha Fierce, Beyonce, right? And which I have, I've gotten it. It was like, okay, Sasha Fierce. Right, Because right. <laughs> you got Beyonce, which is a great name in itself. Mm-hmm. But when she was Sasha Fierce, she was Sasha Fierce. Exactly. And that's all I'm giving as well. Hey, I can dig it, man. Thank Most you. Definitely. So um, let's explain, you know, your background. Um, so you was raised in Virginia still, right? Yes. Born and raised in Virginia. I was born in Arlington, so northern Virginia. Okay. And my parents decided to come back home. My mother's from Newport News. My, dad's is, my dad is from Hampton, Virginia. Shout out to Newport News and Hampton. Newport News and Hampton. <laughs> so I was raised, like, my dad went to Hampton High School. So he was like, you gonna, you're a crabber by default. Mm-hmm. My mom, like, I believe it was Ferguson that she went to when it was a high school. Oh, yeah. So I was downtown, bad news, raised, and um, I had humble beginnings. Uh, I went through things as far as my parents um, divorcing when I was at a young age. I have um, an older sibling. We have different mothers, and I'm two years older than my brother. We have, you know, same mom, same dad. And i just always been surrounded by love, creativity, hustle, power. And with me, honestly... They always said I was different mm-hmm. as far as my look, as far as my eyes, as far as my personality. And I think that was God saying, let's switch it up a bit in this family on both right. sides. And um, I always took initiative. I mean, I went through trials and tribulations at a young age, teasing, bullying, finding who who am I? Who am I really supposed to be? But I was born and raised in church. Mm-hmm. Um, my granny said, I don't care what's going on. I don't care what's going on with your mom and your daddy. Know God, love God, know who Jesus Christ. So I'm Christian Baptist and I don't take away from that. Um, I don't know people's faith base, but I know when I say it works for me, 
I understand the blessings, but I don't judge and I don't criticize whoever is on their spiritual journey. But I say all of that because I really had kind of a hard knock life and I'm not going to compare to anybody that's went through anything. But for me, finding who I am Uh was a struggle because I realized I dealt with depression. I dealt with anxiety and I didn't know how to voice it to my parents because I wanted to be perfect. Went to school, did everything, honorable student, all of that. And yes, humble beginnings, but at the same time, I had to find me on my own. I had to understand that no matter what my parents did or what they provided for me, I was still an individual mm-hmm. because they're getting older and they did they did the best that they could raising me so I can understand what I need to do in society, especially this thing we call life. Yeah. 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 Life I know is, I got a little deep, but. No, no. Yeah. So ain't nothing wrong with that because yeah. life is a, it's a um, crazy journey. It's a crazy journey. Um. I always call it like a beautiful struggle. Like, oh, yeah, I like that. Because even though, um, you know, you might come through hard times. Yeah. You know, making it through it, making it through those hard times and getting to at a, at a certain at a certain part of your life, you it makes you appreciate what you had to go through to get to where you are now. Exactly. Um, because if it was easy, if it was so easy, it wouldn't be... To me, it wouldn't be that fun. Like, if everything came easy, it's just, it, that's kind of boring. Yes. Like, of course, we don't want to go through a whole bunch of BS and stuff yes. like that. But, um, like I said before, like, just struggling and going through certain things makes you appreciate where you are now. Yes. You know, it makes you feel proud that you got and through certain things. Like, man, I deserve, I definitely deserve it. I deserve because, it. Amen. Because what I've been through. You know yeah. What I'm so, if everything was just handed to you, it would be, it, to me, I'd be born. Like, born. I never had to really work for anything. Right. You know I, I want to put forth the effort the to work. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can put forth your own effort, but life is still going to, you know, kick your butt. Exactly. And, <laughs> no matter yeah. what, how, how much you prepare. Um, but as long as you keep trusting God and, um, staying the course and yes. listening to him and you know that wherever you are like you deserved it because you yeah you trusted in him and you thought him. i was worth saying <laughs> <laughs> i can't say but yeah that's how Me i feel either. yeah but um but no i can definitely uh relate to that so yeah. you said you know you went to school you went to norfolk state right? i went to norfolk state university got my bachelor's in social work that's what's up cum laude <laughs> Cum laude, yes, like, like I, was the party. Like, I was surprised because I was like, I mean, I know I got A B on a roll. Mm-hmm. When they said your honors within straight A's, I was like, Well, glory to God. Dang right. Because I was going through something in college. Come on, <laughs> give me that honors. <laughs> yes. That's what's up. Yeah. So um So what made you want to go to Norfolk State? Okay. I did want to go out of town. My mom was like yeah get a scholarship and i don't have any money for you to be going out of town Mm -hmm. so my dad attended norfolk state university and i had to really check out the school um i was like well i mean yes hbcu i'm not knocking it when i say uh i just was like is it the school for me as far as what i want to do exactly my original major was political science and after a while i said i don't want to do that so when i found the social work program which was like so immaculate. I was like, I can do this in Norfolk State at that time. Just meeting the administrators, 
this seeing the campus, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world. I love Norfolk State. I love that I graduated Behold the Green and Gold. And I met some great people there. And my parents were proud. And at that time, you know, when, you, when you're when you going off to school, you do want to still please your parents. You want yeah. them to know, like, I'm level-headed. I am young, but I'm still, I'm doing this thing on my own. But your money is not being wasted here. Uh-huh. And Norfolk, Norfolk State was, like, the best place for me. Yeah. I mean, my program as far as social work, I don't know as far as any of the majors, but just interacting with other people all walks of life, we had a good time. I felt like it was family there. Uh-huh. So honestly, like from being freshman, sophomore, it went by so fast, but it was so smooth. And don't get me wrong. I went through ups and downs because, you know, getting older, I'm not, 17 and more. I turned 18 when I was a freshman. Just going through the teens and 20s. And I, I believe, what did I graduate when I was 21 years old? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Them four years were amazing. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in college, but college is fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? College is life. You get to, when you are focused, you get to go through a smooth a smooth ride. When you're unfocused because meeting different people, you might drop out, you might leave, but college is one of the places you can always come back to. And mm. Norfolk State, they I remember being in a class with an 83-year-old said, I just want to get my bachelor's. Smart as a whip. Mm-hmm. 83 years old. I mean, smarter than me. And at that time, what was I? Maybe 19 or 20 years old? When I said smarter than me, he... He possessed wisdom. So seeing that at a young age, I was like, I'm glad I attended Norfolk State University. Exactly. At HBCU. I had a good time. <laughs> shout out to all the HBCUs. Woo-hoo! And shout out to, it's a lot of people I know that went to Norfolk State. So shout out to them as well. Yeah, I miss homecoming. Because <laughs> like, you know, I would go out, I would go out to Norfolk State with them at certain times. Like, yeah. like you said, homecoming. Yeah. Um, and that kind of made me wish I went to a HBCU as well. I, right. you know, I went to a trade school and that was Come on, great you still as went well. To still went to school. Um, but you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I got the experience just being out there at being HBCUs. There. I would go yeah. like the, um, North Carolina ANC homecomings, Howard yeah, homecomings. That's the school I wanted to go to. My mom was like, sure, yeah, damn. Me too. I wanted to go to, um, ANC, but you know, um, funds is crazy. Like they charge a lot to go to like, that school out of state. Can yeah. I do a payment plan? Yeah, paper plan. Get Can a, I put down five dollars now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, shout out to all the HBCUs. Yes. Um, that's trying to get as a whole. You know, we want those schools to be more recognized as you know nationwide. Yes. Um, not saying people look at them as like like beneath them, but yeah. you know, just want to make sure like. The country recognizes that a lot of great talent comes from HBCUs, and make sure we yes. get the funding that we need for all these yes. things to, to still keep going. Amen. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, most definitely. So, question. Question. So, what made you get into modeling, and how long have you done it? Okay, I'm a thespian at at heart. I Meaning, mm-hmm. I'm an actress. I um. When I was in seventh grade, Newport News um, 
And I believe they collaborated with Hamden as well. Had Summer Institute for the Arts. I was like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be in movies. Uh, when I was six months pregnant, me and my husband, husband, we moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I remember I submitted my picture for a casting call for a, a, a boutique. And them pictures, when I say at the time were viral, for people here in VA seeing me model, yeah. and I know I'm a beautiful person, and I'm not saying the exterior is everything, but just seeing myself model, I took off with modeling. I didn't say bump acting. I just said right now, modeling, I can still act. I can be a spokesmodel. I could do Maybe commercials. That's still acting and yeah. still modeling at the same time. And I'm going to say I honestly now doing it professionally for six years. Okay. Six years solid. Because those years when I even when I started doing in Atlanta and then I moved to Dallas, Texas, I, I was playing around at first. I know I'm beautiful. Oh, I like to take pictures, but that doesn't make me. It's just something I like to do. Yeah. But when I started getting casted and some, especially in Atlanta, I started getting paid for doing modeling gigs. I started to build my business. I was like, oh, girl, you're a model. Uh-huh. You're a legit model. Right. And I just did what I want. I mean, Atlanta, woo, honey, I was like living my best life. But I was still a mother. I had um, my oldest son at the time. He was three years old. Yeah. I mean, he was born there, but when we left Atlanta, he was four. And then I had my youngest son, Dalen. And there were ups and downs because I can say I missed opportunities, but I didn't want to miss the opportunity of being a mother to my children. Mm-hmm. It, it was a sacrifice. But when I did get the opportunity to model and be great and be in that moment and just vibe, I did it. But... I still had my priorities at home. Exactly. And to, I mean, to honestly, to answer your question, modeling came out of nowhere. Mm. I moved to Atlanta, Georgia to act. Yeah. And somehow in the mix of that, Ella Fair was born and I started modeling. And I was excited about it. I was like, Oh, okay, you. I mean, I'm. I am beautiful, but I struggled when I was younger about what beauty was. So to see myself just in that moment, like I felt like I was on a cover of Vogue, Vogue magazine. I was like, why not go forth with it? Yeah. Claim that you're a model. Claim that you're an actress. Claim that you're a creative director. Claim that you're a designer. I designed my own line when I was in Dallas, Texas, creating my own clothing line. I was like, I am capable of doing anything I want to do. Why label myself? I just said I'm an overall creative director. I model, I act. I do love to dance. I'm a really good dancer too. (laughs) Um, And modeling is kind of broad to me now because you got spokes model. You got role model. What type of model do I want to be? Do I just want to be a pretty face that puts on clothes? No. I want to be much more than that. So I just chose myself. You are a creative director. You model whatever you want to model in life, but make sure it 
it has purpose and you're just not just a picture on a cover, but you're more so of an investment. You're more so of a legacy on a cover. Most definitely. Does that make sense? Oh no, that makes a lot of sense. I can dig that. So, um, I know you, you, you were just talking about, um, you started a clothing line when you was in Dallas, Texas yes. and that was called Faraditch. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so what, um, let's talk about that a little bit. So what made you want to come up with that name? And describe maybe the type of clothes that you did for that. I have the, um, my family has always joked me. They was like, why do you dress like that? I have an <laughs> eclectic type of look. I'm a blender. I like, mm, I like a blend. The only, all the, the only word that I ever used was blend. Um, Heritage, you know, you have heritage. Heritage is tradition. Heritage right. is legacy. Shout out to Heritage, that's my high school. Come on, Heritage High. Class of 09. The same as Woodside. I went to Woodside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, but shout out to Heritage. Um, I was like, okay, tradition. So I always put my name on things, like with the game night. Can mm-hmm. you play fair? P-H-A-I-R. Right. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was like, Heritage. I want Heritage to my um, slogan for that is share the difference. Share the difference is still tradition. It's mean I create a different look. When I create, I I do want to seek a type of audience, but I I want to create something different. I want to challenge your mind in a regular printed tee. Mm-hmm. Why not have a t-shirt with the sleeve have different designs on each side and maybe it's cut off. It could be a crop top. It can be symmetrical. It can be asymmetrical. However, I design and I therefore created Heritage. And honestly, I shout out to Raw Dallas and this Raw um, overall. They say we like your look. And at first I was like, are you just saying you like my look just to have somebody on your show? But it was like, no. What can you create? Will you want to create more? And I actually sold a piece to a model that night. I didn't know I was a designer. Yeah. I had my own sewing machine at that time. My husband, he, uh, my ex-husband, he got me a sewing machine. I was sewing clothing. Never took a class. Never did any measurements, but I made clothes for it. At that time, what did I have? 10 models? Mm-hmm. With me, David, I... Do what I want to do. And when I say I do what I want to do, I do what I want to do with purpose. I do what I want to do when people said I couldn't do it or people saying, why are you doing that? I do it. And not to people please and not to prove anybody wrong, but I'm proving to myself, you are capable of doing anything you want to do if you put your mind to it, if you write it down, if you say it. And when I did all these things, I said, wow, you are a powerful woman. You are a powerful queen. What else do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I created my own cl- clothing line. I became a model. I've acted in plays. I did all of that. So right now I can say I'm a jack of all trades. If I put forth effort and I apply myself, I can do anything because I'm well equipped and I'm anointed and I'm a gifted to produce greatness. Dang right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, I can really dig that. So, you said you started your Farage's clothing line. So, um, as far as everything you have been doing so far, 
Uh, what do you say who influenced you? Like maybe, you know, what family members or people you look up to that's in the industry now? Like anybody that you look up to as far as your modeling, your designing, anything? Um. Okay, when I say nobody influenced me, it's not a particular person. But let's just say I looked at Beyonce, how she carried herself. Mm-hmm. I looked at Jay-Z, how he carried himself. I looked at Diddy. I looked at, honestly, when I was, I used to watch a lot of um, reality TV, love and hip hop and stuff. But I see people up there who really utilize their platform Yeah. to say, yeah, I might be ratchet or whatever they was going through at the time. But I'm still about business. Different people influence me. I'm an empath. So I recognize energy. I was like, I want to just be on that wave of energy where I produce greatness. I keep saying that all the time. And different people influence me in in a moment. Mm-hmm. And I take what they do and I create my own. I don't copy and, and yeah, we can say mimic. When I do mimic, I do me in mm-hmm. my own way as far as bringing my community, my people, wherever I am, say, hey, look, they did this. We can do this, too. But let's do something right. different. And therefore, yeah. it you know, kind of light the fire and, um, and other people to showcase their talent. Um. I can't name people. I I just, I'm influenced about the wave of creativity. I'm influenced about love. I'm influenced about what people put forth. And I like it. I see it. And I want to be a part of it. And I'm really, I really want to work with them. I want to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as you, like, me meeting you at college pop-up shop, I said, I like what you're doing. Boom, you put me in your um, fashion show. And at that time, I wasn't even modeling. Mm-hmm. I was taking my time just trying to figure myself out again. And now I'm not my talent. I would just, I went through things. So I had to take a step back. And when you put me in your show and put me in my element, I said, oh, look at the network. You know what I'm saying? Look at the bond. You were influenced in that moment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. You were an inspiration for me. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Because you saw something possibly in me. you And, you know, when you gravitate towards a certain type of energy, y'all going to collab. You going to, you're individuals, you're going to do something individually. But at the same time, when you're together as a union, you create greatness. And I'm influencing this. I'm influenced about greatness. I'm influenced about different. I'm influenced about love. I'm influenced about everything create creative. And I just do my best about of creating my own lane with it and whoever wants to be a part of it i welcome them yeah that's what's up so and yeah i can i can agree with what you were saying because as far as um i know for me i like to surround myself with people that maybe have the same ambition as me um and people that's really trying to do what they want to do yeah um because you know, no offense but it's, it's people that Say they're going to do stuff, but it, they don't ever do it. They don't ever do it. And I know that you sometimes people can't do what they want at the certain level of what they want to do it. Right. But if 
I can see that you're just trying to at least start it or just just trying to figure it out. Yes. You know, to me, I would see that and that would make me want to help you. And just, I, you know what I'm saying? I just like to surround myself with people that want to do, you know, you know, go with their dreams. And, um, you know, because we all got to figure it out together. Like, I don't have all the answers. Right. Somebody else might not have all the answers, but you might have one to two things that might help me. And I might have some advice or whatever, some connections that can help you. Right. And the more you surround yourself with people that are just doing whatever, um, that can help you. That can help them. It's not about just me trying to get something from somebody. Um, we just got to find out how we can help each other and just, you know, collaborating, like you said, and just believe in each other's dreams. That would help us out a lot. So, um, I can definitely agree with everything you're saying with that. So, um, let's talk about, let's see. Um, is there any lessons learned along the way? Like, man, you might've thought that that was a failure at the moment, but later on in life, you learn that was just a lesson learned. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I was in Atlanta, I was working. You ever see them people who like come apply for a credit card? Yeah. That was me. But I saw so many different celebrities at the airport. I saw, I talked to mil- millionaires who just chilling, who was like, I'm filing, I'm filing, I'm filing. I, excuse <laughs> me. I'm flying coach. I said, why are you flying coach? You got all this money. But they would talk to me and they would pour into me. And I was able to understand that you have to fail. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. If people say they haven't failed, I'm concerned. Because failure might come with your business failing. Failure might come with your mindset Failure might come with you depending on people to be there for you and they failed you. So they'll, therefore, they failed your whole project. But in those lessons that I learned, how I came out of them, mm-hmm. I was like, don't do this the next time. Just don't do that. Or don't work with that person next time. Or don't put your all into this when you can be focusing on this. And I was like, lesson learned. I wouldn't change anything because still now is lessons to be learned for me. I just know when I say I'm going to do something, I need to, I ask God, please, Lord, bring me the right people to be in my corner. And if you're bringing somebody who is shady, reveal them quickly. So I have the discernment to like, okay, I don't want to talk to you no more ever, but still love them. Mm-hmm. Um, And as far as me having lessons learned, I'm like, that was your lesson. Or that was for a season. So now that you tackled that, now I can give you this more that you've been asking for because you were able to understand that with failure comes success. Exactly. Don't be so focused that you failed. No, you didn't. You had a little moment. And yeah, it was to you failure, but that failure is going to catapult you to greatness. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's all I focus on. That's all you can do, man. Um, yeah, because like anything that happens, like that's what I was saying earlier about um, just getting to a certain level. Um, you know, like stuff that you go through that helps you get to where you want to get to now. And life is just a struggle. 
And but you know the stuff that you get through, um, you'll appreciate it in the long run. Cause you know if you didn't go through this this one aspect of your life, you wouldn't be where you at now. So um, we can all appreciate those lessons learned. Um, so um, what advice would you give somebody that's that wants to pursue modeling? Know your self worth, and whatever you decide to produce, what whoever you decide to work with, say this is what I will do, and this is what I won't allow. Cause people which and modeling would try to tell you what to do. Yeah, I get oh, it. Yeah. Like I need you to pose like this because this is a dress, and I need you to sit like that. I get that, but trying to change who I am, you can't do that. So go with marketing yourself have a humble spirit first so therefore whatever you put on whatever you do is going to sell and you'll be able to build rapport with great designers great photographers to the point they calling you to shoot you to pay you to do an event just i mean honestly with modeling be yourself and know your worth and if you want to take a picture with two bunnies on the side do it (laughs) but make it creative to whoever mm-hmm. you're liking. When you got that gift and when you got that talent, I don't care as far as because we're in social media world. Don't worry about the likes. Do you like it? Exactly. Because if somebody looking at the, looking at you like, I like that. I want to put that on the cover. Let me book her flight, him or her, and send them here so we can have a whole catalog. Be mm-hmm. yourself. You yeah. have to start from somewhere. Some pictures I took when I first started out, I'm like, ooh, Ella Fair. No. <laughs> but I did it because I needed to do it to build my brand. So I just tell anybody that wants to model, be yourself, be focused, write your stuff down. Don't be driving yourself crazy about doing this casting, doing that. Do a casting that you know is going to be a purpose. Do a casting you know people going to be there to see you. Yes, yeah, see everybody else. But when you're on that runway, you want them to see you. Exactly. And um, like you were saying about just worrying about the likes, um, like it's going to be somebody that's not going to like anything that you do. Even for me, like when I create designs or whatever, like there's going to be some people that's not going to like it. But I can't just try to keep making stuff that 100 percent of the people are going to like. I just got to, you know, trust in what I want to do. And um, of course, you want to listen to some advice. But I feel like you shouldn't listen so much to where you're not even creating your own things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, like you were saying, that's trust in what you want to do. And, you know, take some advice along the way. But just don't let it, don't let it create something that you don't want to be. Like, take some things. And, but at the same time, you want to still do what you want to do. Um, so, I can definitely relate to that. So for 2020, we got a couple of weeks left in 2019. Um, what what things do we um are we expecting from Ella Fair in 2020? You'll be seeing most definitely, most definitely, excuse me, a lot of events. Um, I'm working on my nonprofit. My nonprofit will be geared towards mentally disabled youth and teens. I currently work with special needs pre-K students. And I just want to have more resources for them to let them know, like, you're still a human being. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't, you know how some of them classes like in special ed or ED, they got to be isolated in ru- on one room away from children. Why? Right. Let let them know that they're human beings as well. So 2020 is just more so whatever vision I have, I'm going to put forth the effort to bring my vision to life. That's all I'm doing in 2020 for future ref- future reference. And then build my nonprofit, build my business, and just have other people to come on board with me and celebrate and invest. Yes, yes, yes sir. Yeah. So um, this is a question that I asked all of my guests. So how do you plan on capturing the world? How does Ella Fair plan on capturing the world? By living my truth, letting people know, um, be yourself, whatever I decide to create, no matter who likes it, who, who doesn't like it, I like it. And with me just being healed, with me being happy with myself, I'm going to capture the world regardless Uh because it's honestly everyone's destiny to capture the world with your gift. Most definitely. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, man, this is a lot of good. This is a great talk. A yeah. lot of good gems. A lot it of good was. overall healthy conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I was able to get you out here. I know. To be in the podcast. and um, <laughs> anytime you want to be on the podcast let us let me know and um, i can definitely get up get you up here for another episode Yay. um a lot of good things we can talk about yes and um like i said before you know all the creators in the 757 um definitely trying to get everybody we can and you know just uh collaborate and just help each other out to be successful um so ella fair the model the actor creative creative director entrepreneur yes doing it all out here man doing your thing thank you um glad to have you out here again thank you so much for the opportunity yes yes and um also shout out to all our spotify listeners all of our apple podcast listeners all of our youtube listeners i appreciate y'all rocking with us so far this is episode 17 with ella fair (laughs) and y'all have a good night man peace thank you so much Good night. Capturing the world. world, world, world.